Hey, how you doing? Welcome to episode 20 of A Day in the Life. Uh, it's kind of crazy that's episode 20 already, but here we are, and uh, tonight I'm looking at chapter 5 in Bob Proctor's book, It's Not About the Money. Fantastic book. Uh, chapter 5 is entitled The Great Illusion of Time Management. And this, this is a concept that uh, I like a lot. You know, everybody tries to fit more activities into their schedule, more, you know, they, they think they're effective time managers and multitaskers and whatnot. And there, there is no such thing as time management. And Bob Proctor will talk about that in depth in this chapter. But uh, here he says, There is no such thing as time management. Time is a static force that never changes. You can never make more of it. Really, the only thing you can do is to prioritize your activities to accomplish the things that really matter most. So, all you can ever do is, is manage activities can't manage time. Everybody gets the same amount of time. The bum sleeping on a park bench gets the same amount of time as the multimillionaire CEO. You get the same amount of time as anybody else. And the more you try to manage and micro-organize time, the higher levels of anxiety you're going to have in your life, I, th- I-, I think. Because the concept of of time management is an inherently stressful thing. It tends to lead us to believe that we're on some kind of tight schedule. A lot of you probably are on a, on a schedule of some type, whether it's a nine to five schedule or whatever your work schedule might be. I'm very blessed in that uh, I don't have set work schedule I work a lot and that's by choice but for the past I don't even know how long a lot of years I I have never had a set work schedule in the past I used to work you know maybe three four hours a day or less Um, and be highly paid for it but now I I work a lot I'm not necessarily paid more I just get more done and leverage my leverage my activities better the the types of activities I engage in now are vastly different from the types of activities that I used to engage in Um, but yeah so when you wake up in the morning you don't have the option really of picking how things are going to fit into your day based upon time the way that I like to look at it when I wake up in the morning is writing down and hopefully I've done this the night before writing down activities that I need to get done and then, you know, picking the most important ones out of there and attacking those 
and getting them all done and then if they're done in a timely manner going on to the lesser important tasks and so forth and so on and you know maybe leaving some room in there to have fun or you know really more important than having fun is being of service to others and spending time with with family i mean fun is a concept that uh has a, has a wide range of definitions i mean what is what is fun really fun is really the release of of dopamine and and serotonin in the brain any activity that we define as fun does that so when when we get to a point in our lives where we can define any activity as fun we're at a powerful point in our lives we don't have to go out and drink alcohol to have fun we don't have to go out and spend time with a ton of people to have fun i mean i'm not saying don't spend time with people i'm not even saying don't drink alcohol um i'm just saying that that the definition that people that the average person has in america right now for for what fun is is very skewed you have the whole thank god it's friday crowd that pretty much worked nine to five all week to go out friday night saturday night and then rest on sunday and start the week over again do that again and for them the definition of fun is essentially going out and drinking or you know just doing mindless stuff they can't find enjoyment and passion in their work or in learning or in growth they have to have external stimuli to find that that fun i mean even when i you know was was at a resort yesterday uh and and, you know i talked about all that yesterday i i almost i think the reason why i kind of stressed out about it was like you know i saw these people at the resort going around drinking and partying and whatnot and and you know i'm sitting there like oh, i'm on vacation let's just be having fun and really like the trip was not for vacation i mean i i, I did work and then i took a day to to enjoy galveston and uh just kind of going around the uh, around the island like trying to find things to do and fish and whatnot and while i did enjoy it now that I'm back home in Dallas at my desk, I'm enjoying myself more with the things around me that I like to do, that I like to work on, than I was in just this environment with um, no productive thing to do, is you know, kind of aimless wandering, which there's a time and a place for. But anyway back to the concept of of, uh, managing your time, right? In order to begin the process of prioritizing, you must learn to look at every activity in your life in relation to time. 
Often people don't even think about money in relation to time, but they're intimately connected. Um, time, time and money are related, but activities are what leverage money, not time, right? Um, I'm looking here in this in this chapter, trying to find exactly what. Uh... Ah, here's the paragraph I'm looking for. So, it's easy to assume that if a task takes a great deal of time, then it's important. My favorite example is this is email. How much time do you spend sorting, reading, and answering email? If you're like me, you think this is a virtual pit of time and energy. Many people are attached to their electronic inbox. They spend hours composing email, constantly check for new messages. If you're unable to check your email for seven days, will the world come to an end? No, the same is true of voicemail. We perceive them to be of vital importance, and they just aren't 99% of the time. Um, Bob says, My advice is if certain technological advances move you closer to your goals, use them. However, if you use all the latest gadgets flashy technology, yet don't actually do anything to move forward, they're time wasters. So that goes into what are you, you, what, where are you spending your activity? What activities are you engaging in? A lot of people these days, and it's common to see when they're at work now and supposed to be working, are sitting there scrolling through their phone. This makes me think of a uh, certain secretary in my office building. I'm not going to say who she worked for or whatnot, but I would walk in... I walk by a certain office on a daily basis, and I remember this chick vividly because she's smoking hot, and there's like a clear window into that office, very pricey real estate firm. She's like the, the main secretary in there, and every time I would walk by that window, and yeah, I was always looking because she's sexy, but uh, she would always be on her phone, just scrolling through, doing nothing every time. And I always walked by and wondered, like, what is this girl getting paid to actually do? Like, are they just paying her to be on her phone all day? So, you know, I wondered how much actual work she did and how much time during the day that actually took for her to complete. And, you know, I remember thinking, like, I wonder if she could just get it all done in, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> you know, because I, I never once saw this chick doing anything other than checking her phone. Like, was it. And this was, like, day in, day out for a long... She didn't work there anymore, but... Anyway, it was day in, day out for a long time. Every time I would walk past that office, which was quite a bit, you know, I, I'm sure there were times where she actually was doing something, but I sure as fuck never noticed that. Like only sitting there scrolling through her phone. 
And I think this is becoming more common in more and more workplaces. Um, I don't know that it's that people don't have anything else better to be doing or whether they're addicted to their phone or whether they uh, are apathetic about their work or what it is, but their activity use has become just very shallow. I mean, you have uh, people on the clock getting paid to, to look at their phone. It makes me think, well, what, what if their activity use was prioritized? I mean, how much more would get done, not necessarily for the company that they work for, but, but for them? You know, if they're going to be on their phone, well, why don't, well, they could be doing income-producing things on there. I mean, it just, it amazes me what people do throughout the day and then they have the nerve to say, oh, well, I don't have enough time to do such and such. You know, you ask somebody to do something and I don't have enough time to do that. Yet, this person probably spent two, three, four, five hours throughout the day scrolling through their phone. And not that I'm not guilty of this. Like, I scroll through my phone and look at stuff. But I really try to cut back on that. Because organically, it, it <laughs> you know, it, it takes a lot of time out of the day. And that's a lot of time that, that people do not get to use for something productive. Because that activity that they were engaging in, mostly mindlessly, robbed them of that amount of time, which... As you're doing it innocuously throughout the day, you know, you might get on your phone for four or five minutes at a time, but that happens several times every hour. Like, your brain is really only calculating the amount of time you're on there at each time. So, like, at the end of the day, you might not think that you spent four hours out of that 24-hour period or eight hours out of that 24-hour period looking at your phone. You know, it doesn't feel that way. But if you were to take a time-lapse video of it and, and look at how much time you actually spent doing that, it would probably blow you away. And you'd be like, holy shit. I spent that much of my day today doing that? So that's just something to think about. Um, how we spend our activities really is what determines how much time we have. Because we all have the same amount of time. So time management is really activity management. And it's very important to know the distinction and the difference between those two things. If you want to be a, a successful entrepreneur, you need to be able to manage your activities. And if you do manage your activities effectively, you congratulations, you have just mastered time management. You're going to be an awesome time manager. People will ask you how you manage your time so effectively when all you do is manage your activities one at a time. And you don't even have to look at the clock to do that. So that's it for tonight. If it finds you well, um, I'll be uh, talking to you tomorrow. Peace.